are you doing? I'm good. That's awesome. It's so fun to see you in with that backdrop. Cause I know because I'm like two floors below you. Sitting in my <laughs> husband's office. It's so cool. Hi, everyone, and welcome to uh, your Kick-Ass Career Weekly Wrap-Up. Um, for this week, we are joining you um, from my house in Montreal, which is, is just lovely because we've been spending the week together and um, playing and working and just enjoying being physically in the same place together. Um, Louise, what are you celebrating this week? I'm celebrating here, celebrating you and your family in Montreal. It's been fantastic to be able to take my life and my work on the road and to be able to do it um, harmoniously. I know you're not big on the word balance, but it really does feel to me like I've been able to like bring it all together and, and do some of the things that I wanted to bring into the world. I get to do it wherever um it you know life finds me so i'm really celebrating that and uh, celebrating being here i think it's fantastic awesome it is fantastic having you here and i am celebrating the same thing it's it's been so lovely because um sometimes even though i work with my clients on this and i and i teach on like how do you create the space and the time to get all the things done there are sometimes where i even get stuck in that that overwhelm of like i have to push just a little bit harder i just have to get this one extra thing done and having you here has meant i want to spend time with you and so i'm not pushing and i'm letting go and yet lo and behold things are getting done maybe not in the time frame that i would think that they would get done but they're all getting done and they're getting done in a way that feels so good um, it really is, you know, I've been talking a lot this, lately about time alchemy, and I, I feel like this truly is me living in um, time alchemy. And I, I do it often, um, but having you here has been an extra special um, magic. magic <laughs> <week>. <laughs> Um, so we are, um, you're probably seeing that this was previously recorded. Um, we are recording this a day early this week and we are not live this week because we are out playing today on Friday um, when you are viewing this. Um, so we, we normally bring it live, but we wanted to record so that we could have a, a play day together on Friday. Um, so we would still love to encourage you to leave in the comments what you are celebrating this week. Um, right. We all have those celebrations and we have those times where we forget to, to celebrate. So we encourage you to do that. Louise, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about happiness, believe it or not. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> there's happiness and then there's that positivity for sure. Right. Um, you know, I wanted to kind of bring this topic to our time together today so we can have a really great discussion because I'm hearing a lot from my clients that people who are coming to me saying that they're not happy doing what they're doing, which I find really, really interesting. And I wanted to have a conversation today about like, what does happiness have to do with work? If you're finding yourself unhappy, then, then that means that there's a happiness factor that you'd like to amplify at the work that you're doing. And if that's the language that you're that you're using. Um, Kim, are you seeing something similar around happiness and how people are happy or unhappy in the work that they're doing or the business that they're growing? 
So I think I'm hearing different words. Um, so happy is not necessarily something people that I'm working with initially say. It does come around, like uh, after we've been working for a little while, when we get to the heart of the matter, they do say, oh, I guess I'm not happy. And so then we ex we do a lot of exploration around what happiness is. But I'm hearing I'm not satisfied. I'm not fulfilled. I, um, I'm overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, right. And so it's showing up in these ways that they haven't yet reached that place of recognizing they're not happy. Maybe, maybe that's what's happening. Right. Right. Um, and, and I think that's, that's part of it. It's understanding like what, what is happy for you or what mm -hmm. is happiness for you? Um, I think that we, try to pursue happiness in all places. So this just is a work thing. We try to pursue happiness as an outcome or as an objective. And really it's a feeling that comes from something else. It's like, it's like laughter, right? You can fake laughter, but when it, when you're genuinely laughing, it spontaneously happens as a reaction to something that's really like made you you think is funny mm -hmm. and as i think the harder we grab onto or the harder we try to pursue happiness it the more elusive it gets and so i wanted to talk today about what it means because i believe it means different things to different people getting really clear in what happiness means and then how do we set a course to bring more happiness into our lives when that's not necessarily the goal or the objective that we can move towards yeah it's interesting because what you just said is like when we grasp onto it um it becomes more elusive and actually um in um your kick-ass career collective um, I shared a quote by Betty Davis that says just that, right? It's this idea of when we're trying to hold on to it, we can't get it. And I think that's true of a lot of um, emotions and things, right? I think the harder we try and and hold on to those reins and control something, the 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 less it's actually coming to us. Um, that the energy exchange is right, and so it it disappears, it falls through our fingers. Um, you know, when when we talked about, we put this up on the board and we said, yeah, let's have this be the conversation. It was really interesting, my response to it. I'm like, meh, okay, I can have that conversation. Because for me, talking about being happy is not, is not what drives me. I consider myself to be a fairly happy person. And even when I was in a toxic work environment, even when I was dealing with anxiety and depression, clinical anxiety and depression, um, it, I still consider myself a fairly happy person. And so happiness to me has never been a driver. I've never, um, I've never said, or I don't think I've ever said, I'm not happy at work. Well, work didn't make me happy. Um, it also wasn't what I was looking for work to do for me. So it was really interesting kind of as I was thinking about what, what, what I wanted to explore around this. And it, for me, it was a lot of curiosity. It was like, oh, are people really looking to work for happiness? And what does that even look like? So I have more questions than anything right now because I well, just don't know. 
Well, yeah. And I think that others don't know either. We're using those words to Mm. say, I'm not happy with my work situation. I'm not happy with my leader, with my boss, with my organization. I'm not happy with the way my business is going. I'm not happy with the world right now, right? I'm not happy. And that is, I think, part of this elusiveness as to why people get stuck is because they don't know what that means to them. And we use this language with what really understanding about what it is that work is, is, is going to bring you, right? We get to define that. And that's, that's a thing that I, that I believe with my whole heart that we give away so easily is, is our um, career uh, development. We like, or, or our business, like we give that away. We give away our development. We give our way, our development to, to someone else to figure out when we can bring that back to us. We can get behind the driver's seat and drive forward where it is that we want to go. That I believe it's like having the windows down in your car and the, the happiness, like it comes in, like that feel, whatever that is for you. But I think it, it starts with getting really, really clear on what work means to you, what define it first. You and I have had this conversation a million times, like define work, first of all, and define like, where is it in your whole great big life? It's a portion of it. It, it can be as big or as small as you want it to be. You get to define what that is. You get to define where it goes. And I, with all the things that are going on in the world right now, uh, as we come into this, I'm going to use it like, right. Like from before times, cause that's, that's really what it was. Like we're trying to like recreate this before times before the pandemic, what did work mean to me? What did, right now it's tempered by what, what's the new world of work layered on top of a recession layered on top of a very scarce mindset around all of that. Here we are trying to figure, figure this all out. And to just stop for a moment to say, what does work mean to me? And what am I looking to get from work? And if it's happiness, let's like really define what that looks like, feels like, sounds like, tastes like, like define what that is so that you get more clear on what that is. And because I found it really interesting you, when we started talking about happiness, your clients are talking about what makes them unhappy. I'm overwhelmed. I'm not fulfilled, right? Like that's the opposite. How do we get more clear on, like, that's a moving away from, how do we move towards something that starts to feel, right? I don't know. What's the opposite of not overwhelmed? Well, I mean, it, right. Sometimes it's, it's calm. Sometimes it's clarity. Sometimes it's right. right. We, we define that differently. Yeah. So I would be curious, how do you know you're happy? That's a great question. How do you know you're happy? Louise, how do you know you're happy? Like, seriously, how do you know? I know we all define it for ourselves, but if we want to help people, right find happiness 
we first have to help them define it. So if we're, we're thinking about like a, a feelings wheel or something like that, if we're right, like what's the opposite of what's near it, what, what touches it? Yes, we all define it for ourselves, but there's, there's some guidance around what is happy. Sure. Well, yes, for me, happiness uh, is easy, right? There's an ease to it. It's not crunchy. Uh, happiness is light. It's not heavy. Happiness is uh, alignment. Happiness is a mixture for me. It's, it's a lot of these things that come together to allow me to say that I am fulfilling my purpose in this moment, whatever that is, capital P purpose, small P purpose, whatever that is. And for me, that's, that's what it feels like can look different, um, right. In different situations, but to me, it's a feeling. And so understanding that feeling, I then get to find these tactical ways or these places, or what are the actions that I'm going to try to see if it's going to bring me closer to that feeling or is it, am I going to, right? And mm -hmm. so this is how I practice happiness mm -hmm. is to actually be going out and doing those things. A big piece of happiness for me is optimism, right? I, it, it feels very similar to me. And so when I can practice optimism when I can start to see solutions to problems, when I can start to see the end of the road, right? When I can start to see that, start to feel really like happiness. And so I want to put that not just out into the world, but I want to bring that in. And so these are the things like when I start to define happiness, because I believe like we can't grab onto it. We have to find these parts in our work life, we're going to, we're talking about work here, right? I'm going to find these things that I know are going to contribute to a, a healthy overall well-being because that feels like happiness to me. How about you, Kim? Well, it's interesting because as you were talking, I was thinking that's great. And if I don't, if I am showing up in the world saying, I don't feel happy in my job, I'm not happy with my leader, I'm not happy, like, right, if we're meeting our clients where they are, I want to know what it is they are feeling. If I'm not feeling happy, I am feeling what, right? Because they may not even know what happy feels like. Because you just defined what that felt like to you. And maybe they don't know what optimism feels like. Maybe they don't know what all of those things that, you know, that little P, big P purpose, like that may be something that they haven't even gotten to yet. And so for me, while I was listening to you, I was like, yeah, I guess for me, happy, happy doesn't carry that much weight. It's really interesting. It's not a, it's not a word that carries a lot of weight for me. It is a word that, yes, I would consider myself a happy person. Why am I a happy person? Because I feel joy, because I feel content, because I feel um, silly, 
because I like those were like to me when I think of happy, I do go to the place of Disney, the happiest place on earth. Why is it happy? It's happy because you're playful. It's happy because right. It's like there's a bounce, there's a buoyancy to it, and so those are the feelings that I get when I think of am I happy? And yes, that's who I think I generally am as a human being. Um, for me, if I'm thinking, am I happy at work? Am I happy with where my business is? Am I happy with my leader? Am I happy with, you know, these things? That, to, to me, it's not weighty enough of a word to make a difference in work. And so if, if somebody is showing up and telling me they're not happy, I want to go underneath that a little further. For sure. Right? That's yeah. where when I hear yeah. I'm not satisfied, I'm... Right. And, and I know we've had this conversation about satisfaction. To me, satisfaction feels like when, you know, when you completed a really delicious meal or had a wonderful bite, had great sex, like it's, it's satisfying. Like you feel full, you feel whole. To me, that's what satisfaction means. I know on your scale, it's like satisfaction is, well, it's satisfying. It's like, it's three out of five, right? It's five out of 10. It's like, yeah. Are you satisfied? Yeah. Whereas... Right. So it means something very different mm -hmm. for me. So for me, happy is that I'm happy. Like, yeah, I'm happy. That doesn't really mean a lot to me. Um, and so I think what's interesting to think about when people are showing up and saying that is like, what's actually what's deeper than happy? For me, that's that's what what I where I want to go to because of how I perceive happy. And again, I feel like I'm a happy person. So it's not like I'm saying that it's, you know, who cares about happy? Um, it's just, it doesn't, it, it, um, it doesn't carry that same weight. And I feel like then we haven't gotten, and I realized at the beginning, I said, they're showing up saying they're dissatisfied. They're, you know, they're not fulfilled. And then we get to, well, I just really want to be happy in my life. So I, it's like, it's so interesting. Cause how do you go back and forth between the two? Like are dissatisfaction and unfulfillment, are those the deeper emotions or is it happy? Like, I don't know. Which one's the foundational one? I don't yeah. know. Right, right. And and our conversation today, I think, brings to light the complexity of what we're really wanting work to bring us. We enter the workforce oftentimes believing that if we attain a certain level of professionalism, a certain level up the corporate ladder, a certain salary, a certain amount of respect, that that is our goal. And often I hear the goal is to be happy, mm -hmm. that there's happiness at the top of the ladder. There's happiness at the end of the path. There's happiness at retirement. There's happiness as a goal. And I believe that as we as we grow older and we go to up the ladder, down the path, you pick the analogy, um, whatever fits for you, we start to realize that's no longer the goal. Mm -hmm. It's not the destination. It's the wind coming in the windows that make the journey more enjoyable. Yeah. So hearing that makes sense as to why it, it maybe doesn't carry that weight for me because I'm I, because it's like, but it is already a part of me. So my goal isn't to be happy, right? I have a different goal. Um, and uh, I would say, right, my focus is more on joy. My focus is more on fulfillment. Um, like I want, I want to create something fulfilling and meaningful 
versus happy because I already I already feel that and and I'm not looking to something external for myself to to feel happiness and it so that's you know you keep talking about where where does work fit for us right and how does how does work potentially bring happiness how do we feel happy at work and I think it goes back to a lot of the conversation that I see out in the world which is um, there's this debate on um, do you go after work because you have that passion or is work work like what what can there's these two separate camps and I think we each get to decide what work means to us do we want work to bring us happiness do we want work to to light our passion do we want work to be fulfilled like to fulfill us in some way do we want our work to be meaningful or do we want work just to be work i mean i have a client who is really struggling with this he's like i know that i am supposed to get somewhere and yet i really just want to do the work I know for me to move forward, I'm supposed to take on these additional responsibilities. I just want to do the work because I have a whole other part of my life that is actually where I get my happiness, my, my fulfillment, my satisfaction, my joy. I enjoy my work, but I just want to do it. Right. And so this question just came up as you were talking is because we spend so much time at the work that we do, right? We spend over 90,000 hours in our lifetime. I'm exhausted every time you say that. In the work that we do. How can work not contribute to our overall happiness? Like if we're just like, if we're spending so much time there, where do are we just leaving a small portion of our lives to fulfill that if we're not finding some kind of joy or some kind of like some kind of pleasant i'm not going to call it happy some kind of pleasant feeling you right insert word here if we're not feeling some kind of pleasant feeling from the work that we do are we shortchanging ourselves to be and putting too much pressure on the rest of our lives to fill that in you know, I don't, that's a really interesting question. And I kind of feel like, like with everything, it's so individual, right? Because I feel like if there is, for me, I don't look to work to fill an emotion, a feeling, right? I never have. I know if work doesn't fit for me, I know if I have a whole bunch of what would be labeled as negative emotion, emotions, right? Low vibration emotions, um, anger, frustration, overwhelm, distrust, right? If I'm feeling these things in a work environment, I know it's time for me to either do different work or work somewhere else or do my work differently. But I'm not looking to a workplace to fill my life. And I know I'm not in the mainstream here with that, but I've also met that's not been my focus. My focus has been my holistic life and work is a component of it. So work sometimes is just work for me and I don't have an emotional connection to it. I'm, I'm happy just going to work, doing what I need to do, but it's because I'm happy. It's not because work makes me happy. You have found a place that work fits 
into your life where it's not detracting from your overall feeling of of happiness. Sure. Yeah. Because again, go back to, I define myself as happy. Right. 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 So, but that comes from me. It doesn't come from the work. I'm not looking to work to, it would be like in any relationship. If I was looking to that relationship, if I was looking to my amazing husband to make me happy, that's really unfair in that relationship. I make myself happy and being with him makes me happy, but it is not his responsibility to make me happy. Just like it's not my work's responsibility to make me happy. I can be happy doing my work. I apparently have an appointment coming up. I can be happy doing my work. Right. Right. But I don't have to put that pressure. And that's just my point of view. And I understand that's how work fits into my life. Right. And we all make that decision of how does it fit in? If it is important for work to um, fulfill some of that happiness, how are you feeling happy at work? Like that's how I want to phrase it. Right. What doesn't make you happy, but how are you happy at work? Yeah. Yeah. I love that reframe and finding that way to allow that time, that space that you're at work so that you can kind of bring that in or create it while you're there, whatever that looks like for you. So I was going to ask you, Kim, just as we kind of wrap up today, I actually wanted to ask you before we get to our golden nuggets, is there something that kind of bubbles to the surface for you that the listeners can start to kind of like, as we peel you know, back this onion of like how work fits into our lives, what can people do around this topic of happiness or this, this conversation that we had today? Well, I'm going to use a golden nugget from an, uh, an earlier conversation from two years ago that you and I had, um, and that we did on the best parts podcast. And you shared that idea of using a note card, um, and tracking, right. And I am going to light you up right now. Cause it's about the data. <laughs> it's all about the data is getting the data understanding so if you're not feeling happy at work right if you are like man i'm just not happy at work wow i am just not happy in my business i am just not happy if you're feeling that if that is a overwhelming feeling that you're having on a fairly regular basis track it Grab yourself a note card that you can just keep by and and track when you're feeling unhappy, if it's an easier thing to access at this point. Sometimes it is easier to access that, that lower vibrational, that negative emotion, because that's all you can feel and that's all you're aware of. So track it, right? You could do it the other way. Oh, I felt happy. That made me happy. Mark down what made you happy, write it down and just get the data because it may be that what's making you not happy is an easy fix. It's not the work you're doing. It's not right. the business that you're running. That's right. not making you happy. Right. Where can we find that fix? So just get the data. That's where I would start. Yeah. Um, I would add to that a little bit and uh, kind of like my golden nugget, my thing that I believe folks can take away from today is when you do 
name that, whatever that is for you. I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. I'm not right. Feeling connect, whatever that is. What is the opposite? Like, what are you really going for when we know what we don't want? I, that's a start. What do we do want? Start to put language around where do we want to be going? What do we want work to bring to us? What do we want to bring to work? And start to put some language around that and see how it feels. Yeah. If you are unhappy, is happiness the opposite? Or is it fulfilled? Or is it connection? Or is it understanding what the opposite is for you? I think is also really important as you get some clarity around, right? I, what we're talking about isn't just about happiness. It's about where that happiness fits into your life and where work fits into the, into that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that those two things together, right? When you're collecting the data and then when you're, then it's reflecting on the data, mm -hmm. right? It's like, yeah okay, I have some more information now. Let me reflect and say, okay, I'm overwhelmingly feeling unhappy, but what is it that I actually want instead? Yeah. We're going to say, I want to feel happy. Like our brain is going to go to the easy way out. Very often, that's not what, what you're looking for. And that data, right? Whether it's a note card or some other way that you're doing it, that data is going to start giving you information of what it is that you do want and what it is that's getting in your way. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, so these are kind of the, the, some of the conversations, some of the things that we talk about in your kick-ass career collective, right? These are some of the places where we get to express that we get to share that. And once we get it out into the world, having a place where you're surrounded by others who are contemplating the same thing, who are looking for answers as well, it's really a great place to be able to kind of like you know, get some insight around these things. And I think this is really important as we move forward and kind of defining what work looks like for us, um, what our businesses look like, what do our careers look like? And this is a place where we get to do it. So I just wanted to, you know, kind of, I'm going to just put a little plug in there for your kick-ass career. The collective is is really that it's really a place where we get to put it all out there. We get to look at it, um, turn it around, uh, really understand a part of ourselves and, and how we want work to look. So we get that control back. Absolutely. I love that. Um, if you would love to be part of the conversation, we would also invite you to come join the collective, check it out for sure. We're also uh, opening up applications if you're interested in coming on live and having one of these conversations with us. Um, it's not an interview. So um, if you, we are looking for individuals who want to talk about work, um, how work has worked for them, how it's not worked for them, um, and uh, just you know, generally would love to be part of the conversation. So if you're interested in being part of the conversation, please reach out to us at yourkickasscareer.com at, uh, excuse me, at yourkickasscareer at gmail.com. And, um, and we will send you an application because um, we would love to have you as part of the conversation as well. Um, finally, Louise, as we wrap up, do you remember what we're talking about next week? Oh, I think it's scarcity and abundance. Yeah. So we're going to dive into this idea of scarcity mindset, right? Particularly heavy right now. 
Um, it, it was heavy pre-pandemic. It got super heavy during pandemic. And as we are wherever we are, because we don't really actually have definition on where we are right now, a lot of people with the recession, with things that fall out from the pandemic, with still being in such a state of burnout, there's so much scarcity mindset. Um, and we're going to talk about what does it mean to have a scarcity mindset and what does it mean to have an abundant mindset and how you can start developing your own. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited to have this conversation. Um, I talk a lot about time scarcity, but there's other ways that we do this as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Louise, it was lovely having this conversation with you only two floors below. <laughs> and we are so looking forward to being back live with everybody next week. Um, please don't forget to um, let us know what your questions are because we have some answers for you. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Join us live um, here. If you're interested in joining us live to talk with us, please um, submit uh, an application to our email or join us in the collective. All sorts of wonderful ways to get more time with Louise and Kim. Absolutely. Thanks everyone for listening today. Absolutely. Have a great week and we'll see you soon. Okay. Bye for now.